Welcome to the Wingman Men's Moment Podcast, where we share tips on how to be a better husband, father, and a more godly and Christ-like man. This is your host, John Delaney, and today's podcast Wingman co-founder, Pastor Jay Dennis, and I will be discussing the Old Testament prophecy from Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, which says, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Join us today as we unpack the meaning of that verse, what it specifically means to us now in 2021. Here we go. Hey, Wingman Nation, John Delaney here at The Hangar, hanging with Pastor Jay, co-founder of Wingman. Good morning, brother. Good morning, John. Good to see you today. It's great to see you as well. Uh, We're glad you're all here listening with us uh, today, or wherever you are, and wherever you are, actually. Yes. And uh, it's a couple days. We got a couple days before Christmas, man. Tis the season. Are are you done shopping? I am almost done shopping. That's Very, very close to you being finished. You didn't buy your wife a vacuum this year, did you? No, I did not. <laughs> nor a gym membership, <laughs> nor a scale. A scale. <laughs> hint, hint, gents. And ladies, if you want a, if you want a vacuum, just tell him you're going to go buy your own vacuum. That's right. That way he won't insult you by buying you a vacuum or a gym membership. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, no. honestly, no gift certificates. Think about this. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> not that hard, you know. If you've been married like Jay and I for, you know, fairly eternity, yeah. <laughs> you know, f- almost 40 years on my case, That's over 40 right. years in his case, you know what to buy. You yes. pay attention during That's the year, don't right. you? You say, oh, look, I, you know what I did last year? What's I, that? I, I, because I know what my wife likes to wear. That's right. And so I'm like, she likes boots. Mm. So I found these really nice boots online. Uh, I don't remember where I got them yeah. from, Ariel or something like that. I Good bought her job. two pair. I bought two pair of boots, and she loved them. Because, oh, don't you, you love it when you have a win like that? Yeah, and you know why? Because I paid attention. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's the thought that goes oh, into these man, gifts, dudes. That, yes, that really matters. Pay attention to what your wife likes. Yeah. Okay, and 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 be and be thoughtful. That's it. So thoughtful is great. Uh, you know, and of course, Christmas is not about gifts. Oh, yes. it is about one gift, the gift one, of Jesus. Yes. You know, and so today's podcast is called uh, the Fingerprints of Jesus, and. We're looking at uh, Isaiah nine six, which says, uh, "For for whoop, for to us a child is born, uh, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace." Such a powerful scripture, really Old is. Testament scripture. Yeah. Well, we do want to say to you, Merry Christmas, and today we're going to look at an Old Testament prophecy that was fulfilled on Christmas. You possess something that is very unique. It sets you apart as special. No one has ones just like yours. You leave them on whatever you touch. It's your fingerprints. Mm -hmm. And in this devotion today, we want to consider the fingerprints of Jesus and consider the uniqueness of this man, Jesus Christ. He is incomparable. Isaiah 9-6 was written 600 years before the birth of Christ, yet this describes the nativity scene of Matthew or Luke. 
The first part of verse 6 speaks of the humanity of Jesus, but the last half of the verse speaks of Jesus' deity. He was man, but he was also God. Jesus is a Savior for everyone. It says, for a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us. Jesus is God's greatest gift ever given to mankind. Paul, looking back at Jesus and his death on the cross at age 33, said, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Yeah, that's 2 Corinthians 9, uh, 9.15. Um, so when Isaiah speaks of the government uh, being upon his shoulders, he's referring to the whole universe being under his yeah. dominion and control. Um, Jesus is so powerful that he can control the universe, yet so caring, he invites you and I into a place um, uh, where we can place our burdens on him. The the whole world can place their burdens on him. Um, Consider the fingerprints of Jesus by considering the four names that uh, that Isaiah had for Jesus. The first one is Wonderful Counselor. Um, The word wonderful obviously means marvelous and astonishing and beyond human comprehension. uh, Webster's Dictionary defines it as exciting wonder. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good word. Um, So Jesus is extraordinarily remarkable. uh, In present terms, he's he's awesome. You know, he's he's amazing. Uh, And he's wonderful in that he has no beginning. He's always been... Uh, yet he chose to be uh, to come into the world in flesh, human in That's human right. form, um, into a world that he created. He, he, Jesus is wonderful in his life. Yes, although he faced every temptation we face, he was sinless. Mm. That's remarkable. In it itself. is. He healed the sick. He gave sight to the blind. He walked on water. He washed the feet of his disciples as a servant. And he declares that he is God. Wow. Jesus is wonderful in his death. Jesus died for the sin of the world, past, present, and future. We needed somebody who would go back in time and deal with past sins and go forward in time and deal with future sins. You know, I was thinking about that, John, as you were saying that. You remember the movie Back to the Future. I do. And and how they could go back in time. You know, we needed a time traveler to go back to deal with our past sins because I was thinking if I could stop sinning right now and never send another day of my life. I would still be in trouble because I can't go back in time back and in deal time. with my past sins. And deal with Biff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But but yet Jesus could go back in time and deal with those past sins that I've committed. Yeah. Isn't what it? an awesome thought. Well, that's what that's where wonderful that's where the word remarkable or, or awesome yes. comes into play. Right. You know? Um you know, he went back. He took care of that. He did. You know? Um and he's wonderful in his resurrection. He did and uh, what he said he would do. Yes. Uh, and on the third day, he rose from the dead. No one has ever done that. That's right. You know, um, and he, without, interesting thing is, without dying again. That's it. He came back and he didn't die again. He didn't die okay? again. He's wonderful in, in his present activity. He prays for us. He protects our salvation. He's preparing a place for us. He defends us against the enemy, Satan. Uh-huh. Um, he he will always be wonderful. Uh, and when he comes again, yes. um, just may we never lose 
the wonder of, of Christ. Absolutely. Uh, life, he so. is wonderful. I think about that great old hymn, His Name is Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, my Lord. Yep, that's a great hymn, too. But, John, it also says he's a counselor. Yeah. Uh, a wonderful know. counselor. <laughs> well, do we need counselors? Oh, my. <laughs> I need help. Yeah. <laughs> Let's admit it. We're all dysfunctional. We are. <laughs> <laughs> Even the Jacksonville Jaguars had to fire a dysfunctional coach today. That's true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's the great thing. A counselor, you know, to me, I, I, I just remember back when I was when I was younger, you know, yeah. maybe I was in my 30s. You think about seeing a counselor. And you're like, oh, you know, you think about, I'm like, is this like, I, do I have to lay in a couch like I'm at a psychiatrist, right. you know? And what's funny is, as I was going through some some difficulties mm-hmm. in, I don't know, uh, mid thirties, I had a I had a an, an early midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I really did, but, but I, I love that you can admit that. Oh yeah, you can. Well, and I was told at the time I wasn't allowed to have another one. <laughs> so midlife crisis, where guys go through the, you know, they go buy the sports car at fifty years old and start dressing like a teenager again. Uh, oh yeah, I never went through that, you know. But when I when I sought a counselor out at my mother in law's recommendation, I met a guy who was a Christ like guy, yeah, who was just awesome. That's great. And he and he, everything he did. So you know, we could look at Jesus at you know, hey, people yeah. go to counselors to seek hope and to help them deal with how they feel or how they're coping with problems. That's right. And so there are so many voices in the world um, offering their, yeah, their quick fixes, yeah. their answers, their advice. We have to be discerning in whom we turn to in order to seek solutions. Big time. Jesus is the counselor who always knows what to do. Mm. He sees the future, okay? He knows what to say. He'll, he'll always tell us the truth in love. He knows what to tell us when, tell us what to do and when to do it. Yep. Um, what he says is always backed up by God's written word in the Bible. That's right. So Jesus is the best counselor because he knows exactly what you're facing and what's going to happen. Yeah. He not only knows your future, but he has the power to do something about your issue. Oh, amen. Yeah. Uh, you can make an appointment with him anytime. <laughs> Isn't that great? Don't you love that? I know. Can I just say He's on? available. I can do it. I can do it from my own couch. Yes. Not the, not, <laughs> not the psychiatrist's couch. <laughs> He's always available. Come yes. to him. Pour out out your heart um uh, and this is such powerful word yes allow him to transform you because he can and will he's the only one that can and i mean we can't do it on our own that's right you know that's i I try to tell that to guys all all the time you know the people that are that come to me seeking it it's the i'll leave it at the foot of the cross yes and then they get up, and it's like the t- toilet tissue stuck to the shoe. Right. They take it back to take the seat. Take it back. Yeah. It's like, okay, here you go. Well, if you trust him, yeah. you counsel him. That's let right. him Let him take care of you. you that, know? That's a, you know, and that's a struggle. It, it really is. Not so much to bring something to God, but to leave it with him. Yes. And, uh, you know, that requires faith. It does. That the God that I'm going to give it to can also take care of it, and I can leave it with Him. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> we're getting we're getting knocked on knocks on the door here. This is this is live. This, this is, is live. You know, we got We got to. I'm going to text them back while you're while you're yeah. sharing. The next a- part. Amen. You know? So 
we see here that one of the fingerprints is he's the wonderful counselor, but also he is the mighty God. This declares that Jesus is equal with God. The word God comes from the word that can only refer to God, the God who created the universe. That means Jesus possesses all power. He has all knowledge, and he can be everywhere at once all the time. Listen to Luke 137, for nothing will be impossible with God. And then listen to, I believe it's um, uh, Genesis 18.27, but he said, the things that are impossible with people are possible with God. Mm, Jesus can forgive your sin. He can overcome Satan's attacks in your life. He can break the strongholds of bondage. He can bring healing into your body, into your mind, your emotions. He can bring healing into your relationships. You may be at a bad spot in a relationship right now, maybe with your wife, maybe with your son or daughter or another uh, relationship. I'm telling you, he knows how to heal that relationship. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. So he's wonderful counselor. He's mighty God. And then Isaiah says he's the everlasting father. Father here means the source of. It it speaks of duration. Jesus alone is the source of eternal and abundant life, Hebrews 5, 9. And having been made perfect, he became to all those who obey him the source of eternal life. And everyone else will come and go in your life, but Jesus Christ remains. Isaiah 46, 10, declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times, things which have not been done, saying, my purpose will be established, and I will accomplish all my good pleasure. This father always has time for you. He never puts you down, never embarrasses you or abuses you, and he will listen to you. You will never feel like you can never be good enough with the father. You see, you won't get that feeling. I remember with my own dad so many times, John, I felt like I could never be good enough. I couldn't match up. I couldn't do enough right. to please him. Right. Our Father in heaven is not like that's, that. And, and there's so many people need to un- that understand that message. That's right. And you yeah. can please him. That's the glorious thing. He will forgive you, and he will not hold what you did wrong against you. Right. He will never abandon you. And on the day when you die, Jesus Christ will be right there with you. You are never alone. Hallelujah that we have a God like that who is our everlasting Father. That's amazing. Yep. And last, uh, that... uh, Our fingerprints of Jesus. The the fingerprints of Jesus, yeah. And the last part is that that, uh, he's the Prince of Peace. Oh, amen. A prince prince is one who is preeminent in any class, and Jesus is in a class all by himself. Yes. He's the preeminent peace giver. Remember uh, what was said when he was born from Luke Luke chapter 2, verses 13 and 14. It says, and suddenly... There was an angel there with the angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God mm. in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Yes. Uh, in Ephesians 2.14, for he himself is our peace who has made us both one yes. and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall 
of hostility. Amen. That's a powerful word, too. It sure is. So many, you know, many are, uh, I, you know, we're talking to guys, but there's plenty of you women that listen and wives right. listen. You're all looking for, for peace in all the wrong places. Right. You know, a ton of people are. Um, it's not found, <laughs> I like this, not found in a bag yep. or a bottle. Yeah. Or is, nor is it found in sex. No. Um, peace is not even found in human relationship. As powerful as human relationship right. is, it's not found in some particular place. It's found in a relationship with Jesus. Period. Period. You know, so there's many things that can that rob us of, of our peace, too. Yes. Um, worry, uh, fear, mm-hmm. a difficult person. Like we don't have a few of those in our life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of names even now. Just speaking, <laughs> little, bubble, little bubbles popping up. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Difficult. A physical problem. Hey, we were yeah. just talking about rickety knees earlier. Right. You know, something at work. Something that you may have said, done, or not done, or something someone else said, did, or didn't do. You know, and stress. Why, Boy, we get, can it ever? We get stressed and it robs our peace. Yes, it's it does. It's painful. And we all deal with that at some level, We do, John, for know, sure. And, and dealing with, I mean, you know, this is one of those times, this time of year. Yes. People put way too much stress on themselves. Well, they do. Yeah. Much of this is self-imposed. Yeah, yeah. And, and some of them are freaking out over, yeah. oh, we're going to have family dinner yeah. and there's going to be some conversations oh, yes. that are going to be very uncomfortable. Yes. And they don't have to be. You know, I think Jesus wants us to look at the simplicity of what happened. Right. The birth of a child and, and, in a, and in who this child was in, yeah, a manger. in a manger. Go back to the simplicity. There's a lot of joy in that, John. There, there is. really is. And you're talking about Jesus being the Prince of Peace. There are three kinds of peace that he gives, and only he can give it. He gives you peace with God. You see, before Jesus comes into your life, you're at war with God because of your sin. Right. right. And the war between you and God is over when Jesus comes into your life. That's you true. get saved. Yeah. And then we need the peace of God. That's emotional peace. It's not the absence of trouble or turmoil, but it's the absence of fretting over that turmoil and trouble. You rest in the assurance that God alone is in control. I love Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You need the peace of God in your life today. Absolutely. And then you need peace with others. Romans 12, 18, if possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. People problems, (laughs) oh, can they rob you of peace. But when Jesus is in control of your life, you have the capacity to address people issues. When Jesus comes into your life, he lives his he leaves, excuse me, his fingerprints on your life forever. Experience his peace this Christmas. Yeah. And 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 pray right now. Yes. Because you know, you know, maybe you have a crazy Auntie Martha or <laughs> an Uncle Al. Conveniently, those are two. <laughs> those are two of my relatives that have long since passed. That you love dearly. That I love dearly. 
but boy, were they opinionated. And so oh, yes. you're going to deal with that on, yes. at Christmas dinner, you exactly. know, Christmas dinner, Christmas Eve dinner. Say, start praying now. Amen. Okay. This is, this broadcast, this podcast is on the 20th. You may, I don't know, you may not be listening to it yeah. on December 20th, but you may be listening to it before right. Christmas. I hope. Yes. And I pray yes. that you'll pray about it and Amen. just remember who, whatever they say, what's, what, what was it? Your, was it an uncle that said that? Yeah. What was the comment that, that when, when, something uh he would he would always say isn't that something isn't that something isn't that something (laughs) adopt that saying yes isn't that something and move on and if i hear someone just ever say that i'm gonna cry (laughs) laughing isn't that something that guy listened to our podcast he he did he did well listen thank you so much for listening to our podcast and merry christmas to you and your family until next time Ah, wingman out Thanks again for joining us for the Wingman Nation Men's Moment Podcast. From the Wingman Nation family to yours, we wish you and your families a very safe and Merry Christmas. We'll be back next week with a special podcast for men and their families. We pray that you'll take the time to gather the family around as we share the Christmas story. Until then, God bless you and keep you.